and so fast forward to today and in August of 2021, we actually purchased the 538 Main Street building. That's the former pastime theater. Uh, that's now under the control and ownership of the Coshocton Port Authority. And that is the future location of the Coshocton Collaborative. It's time for Coshocton Conversations. From deep dives to lighthearted chats, host Kirby Hossaman will keep you up to date on the most important topics and events in Coshocton County. Now, here's the latest Coshocton Conversation. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Coshocton Conversations. This is a new podcast series here in Coshocton, and the goal is for this series to have great conversations with local leaders, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and many more people here in Coshocton County. Coshocton Conversations is brought to you by Hossman Marketing. Hossman Marketing is a one-stop marketing agency headquartered in Coshocton County. To learn more, head to hossmanmarketing.com. So today in episode three, I'm very excited to welcome my friend. She's the executive director of the Coshocton County Port Authority, Tiffany Swigert. Tiffany has a ton going on, has been in the middle of a ton of projects here in the community recently, so I wanted to invite her in for a chat. So Tiff, thanks Hi. so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, you and I have plenty of conversations when the microphone's not on, so um, hopefully we can clean it up a little bit. And <laughs> we'll try. We'll <laughs> yeah, try. right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I wasn't exaggerating at all when I said you guys have a lot going on at the Port Authority, and the, the reality of it is um, I know of probably only a percentage of what's going on there because that's just the nature of the beast there. Right. Um, but one of the things I do know about is the Coshocton Collaborative. So, I, and I've been saying this to anybody who will listen, I feel like that's the most important project that no one is talking about. So I wanna dig in just a little bit, just to that project, and then we can talk about a few other things too. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, for sure, our office is more busy than we've ever been. We are juggling so many projects, and you know, 2020, 2021 has been, um, years full of blessings, but also some challenges with our sure. scheduling. And so um, the Coshocton Collaborative mm -hmm. is one of those projects that have taken a great amount of time. There's been a lot of technical planning, strategic moves uh, to get us to where we are today. And so we are really excited about the Coshocton Collaborative and the opportunities for entrepreneurs of all ages, young businesses, mm. um, mature businesses to be able to come into this space. So talk to me a little bit about this, because I feel like it, it it's like a lot of terms that gets thrown around. Um, what is the Coshocton Collaborative? What's the goal for it? Give, yeah. give us a little bit of background. Well, it kind of started, in all honesty, years ago um, with the concept of where where are our entrepreneurs? Where are they? Um, and then as we started to talk to some of our young businesses, we realized that they had some immense challenges in the beginning of their business. Some of those included not having access to reliable broadband, mm -hmm. not having space. You know, they were kind of too small for the rent that they could um, move into. And so um, as we talked to them, we started to realize that there's some opportunities here for um, removing barriers for these businesses. And so ultimately, we started our research on what an entrepreneur hub would look like. Um, is that a co-working location where people can bring in their own laptop, their own equipment, uh, sit down and just work in a space for a day? Maybe it's they're doing this on a monthly basis or even annually. Um, is it a maker space, something that's got tools and equipment like large CNC machines or welding equipment? Um, or is it a business incubator where they are not quite a startup, they're already established, but they need some support mm. um, and they need some affordable uh, space to be able to ramp up in? And so 
it sounds like if I'm and, and so you were asking, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Mm-hmm. So if I understand correctly, the Shockton Collaborative is all of those things, right? It is all of those things under one roof. And so um, as we sat back and we kind of looked at opportunities in other communities and what they had created, some of them were able to just do a co-working location or just do a marketing or a makerspace location. Um, We had a really unique opportunity here with some of our buildings and the square footage available to be able to put this all under one roof. We thought that that was incredibly important Mm -hmm. um, because we're then able to move some resources, some um, agencies and organizations into a space so that that support is right there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so fast forward to today, and in August of 2021, we actually purchased the 538 Main Street building. That's the former Pastime Theater. Uh, That's now under the control and ownership of the Coshocton Port Authority, and that is the future location of the Coshocton Collaborative. Hmm, Man. Yeah, and I, I, so, you know, one of the things that, to just speak frankly, I mean, that's a a property that's been empty um, for yeah, two decades. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. 20 years or so. <laughs> yes. And so just having that under new ownership um, is exciting. And, you know, obviously Amy and I have the property across the street. Mm-hmm. And so we were really excited to hear that you were taking that on. Um, so I've heard uh, about a couple grants, yes. right? So how did you, let's, let's start there. How were you able to purchase it? Yeah, so as we started this concept, this thinking, and our research and development, um, at the very same time, the Coshocton Foundation actually asked a really important question to the nonprofits here in Coshocton, and that's how would you change Coshocton with $500,000? Mm. Um, you know, we actually knew the answer to that. We had been working on this for a little while. We had been visiting other locations, um, and we kind of had a narrative created. And so we very quickly responded with, here's what we would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would give entrepreneurship a home here mm, in downtown Coshocton. And so uh, we actually started there with answering that question and we were actually awarded uh, $500,000 and that was in collaboration then with Our Town Coshocton. Um, as we talk about downtown development, Our Town Coshocton has really important place um, mm-hmm. with that and they actually needed an executive director. Um, and so part of that $500,000 actually went to support the executive director's role. Um, and then the remaining $375,000 actually came to the port authority to help us purchase that building um, and that's how we purchased it okay at the same time jobs ohio who's the state economic development office um, they created a brand new program called vibrant communities um, that was really encouraging because it was brand new it wasn't anything that they did before and they listened to the smaller more rural communities like Coshocton right. and said what can we do to help and this program has led to the match money that we needed to be able to go after a much larger larger grant And that larger grant came from the EDA. Um, We are officially submitted now to the EDA. um, And whether it's, you know, uncomfortable or not, we sit and we wait. And we hope that they see our vision the way that we do. So how how did you, I mean, were there any things that you guys did specifically to try and share that vision? Yeah, so... um, you know, this is during COVID. So all of this is happening when you're not doing face-to-face meetings, right? You're doing Zoom calls, you're doing Microsoft Team calls. Um, and it really changed completely the way that we work. In a strange way though, that very much supported what we were doing oh, in yeah, the collaborative that and that message. Um, and one of the things we thought was really important, this space was so large, um, was we actually did a walking tour uh, with video. And you know, Kirby, you were there behind the camera and, and helped facilitate that. 
Um, and that was really important because the team in Columbus needed to see through our eyes what we saw in this building. Right. Um, and that worked. And so we were awarded the Vibrant Communities Grant. We were only one of four communities that oh. got that that year. That's incredible. So um, and I'm about to ask you something I don't know the answer to, so this might not be fair. But So you've submitted for EDA. Do you know a timeline on how that goes? Yeah, so they actually are saying 60 to 90 days. Okay. Um, and so we're going with that answer. We do know that part of the funding, we originally intended to go after a fund called Cool Impacted Communities. With COVID again, stimulus money was granted to the EDA, which made a much greater pool of dollars available. Um, and so we actually went a, diff a little bit different route and we are competing with a lot of communities for this money, um, but we really feel good about the application that we've submitted and um, it's thorough. And we hope that we've provided them with an application that they can't say no to. Uh, so hopefully 60 to 90 days, we will know whether or not uh, we are awarded. Um, our total request was $3.1 million. And so wow. this is a sizable request, um, but it will be a transformational project. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine going from a space that really just was an empty space for, as you said, two decades um, into sort of the hub. You and I have talked uh, privately that, you know, I think one of the ways that we transform the community is to make this an, you know, an entrepreneurial hub of this area, not just Coshocton County, but the, the Ohio, the Midwest. Um, and it seems like having a space like this that would be so entrepreneurial friendly would be a piece of that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And again, to go back to kind of COVID and how it's changed the way that we work, you know, um, it wasn't necessarily uncommon to hear that someone was working from a home base, mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely something that's much more frequent now. <laughs> yeah. And so take the opportunity for us to be located directly between Columbus and Pittsburgh markets. We really could be a central hub for people that are meeting clients right here in Coshocton um, and having an opportunity to walk in and have a conference room uh, available at their fingertips. You know, we're really playing into that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that this is going to be something that's going to be used uh, really not even just at a regional level, but we could see this being utilized in a state level as well. Hmm. Man, that's, I mean, I think as you get your head around it, the potential is pretty huge. Um, and I guess I th that's why I keep saying that it's the project, the biggest project nobody's talking about is I think right. because you can't physically see anything yet. Right. Is that, is yeah. that fair? You know, I, you and I've had the benefit, of course, of being in and understanding, number one, why we selected that building. Um, you know, attached to what the Coshocton Collaborative space is um, or will be is also this enormous theater mm. that plays um, a huge part in the planning for what we're going to do next. Mm -hmm. um, the tourism opportunities to have a, a place attached to the collaborative like this. And it's really at the forefront of how we're designing the rest of this building as well. And so um, I think, you know, we're going to have hopefully some very positive news in the creation of the collaborative. But then fast forward a few years later, um, hopefully we've got a, a really working theater as well. That's that's super cool. So just to, again, just to clarify, um, it, because I want to make sure that nobody can say that we're, you know, not being fully transparent. So th this space is not 
the theater. This is every, almost everything but. Exactly. Right? Yes, And exactly. I think that people don't understand how big that building is. <laughs> um, when you look at it at the street level, you really have no idea. And if I could just have, you know, $100 to put towards the development for every person we've taken in that building <laughs> right. that says exactly that, um, we had no idea how large this space was. Um, it's massive. Yeah. Um, and truly, it's one of the biggest reasons that we said we have to have this building because we can do everything that we need to with the collaborative space as well as preserve the theater as an asset for the community in the future. That's cool. Um, so one of the things that you and I have talked a bit about, I want to shift to the three for three, mainly just because there's a transition there that I think makes sense. Um, you know, the three for three initiative, how do you think this ties in? And again, I sort of know the answer, but I want, I want to hear it from you. How do you think the, the Shockton Collaborative ties in with this three for three initiative in the community? Yeah, so as you look at the three priorities that we've set forth, you know, one of those is creating um, a culture of business and entrepreneurship. Yeah. And certainly the collaborative will hopefully be the home for that activity. Yeah, so huge. Um, it really is a smooth transition from this being a concept where we're meeting together to actually having a home to support these guys. But the, the three for three is um, a huge opportunity for the Coshocton Port Authority because it's a community-led economic development group. Mm. Um, and we are a small office. And right. so as we talk about the number of projects that we're working in right now, for us to have any support, that's just huge. Yeah. Um, for us to be able to pick up the phone and call someone that has some expertise in one field or another. Mm -hmm. um, that's exactly what this group intends to do is be that support agency for economic development as well. Yeah, it totally does. And I, again, I also think it ties into the other two. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Like oh, what yeah. we, we, when you talk about revitalizing downtown, yep. well, it, it's a project Check. Put, yeah, yeah exactly. puts three point however many million yeah. dollars toward that. And then the in infrastructure in um, technology, obviously there's a piece with that. And it certainly ties into what the city wants to do mm -hmm. uh, with Wi-Fi on Main Street. And so I think it really does help to transition. You know, I think we looked at, and, and I'm only speaking for Kirby here. I don't want to put yeah. words in anybody else's mouth. But I think, you know, for years we looked at Main Street as a place that was struggling. And um, now I, I, I always thought that those struggles were a bit overstated. Um, sure. But they were there for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're seeing right now is Main Street becoming a hub of the revitalization of the community. And so... Um, that's exciting. That's exciting to me. It is. And I think the way our community right now is talking about Coshocton County in general, yeah. uh, there's a shift, right? I, you know, four years ago when I started at this work, um, it was more of a negative undertone, yeah. I think, oh, than I ever agree. before. And people were frustrated. And really, the power of positivity and creating those messages and getting them out in the community, one of the most gratifying things that we do is when we hear kind of a message that we've helped to cultivate, yeah. get repeated um, in a setting that we're not necessarily a part of. Um, our youth, they're talking more positively about yeah. opportunities That's a big here. deal. It's a big, big deal. But that's our future. Um, and so they're actually seeing the opportunities for them to um, have a future here and not wanting to flee necessarily. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's, it's a really exciting time, I think, for Kashaka. Well, I think when you talk about the youth... My perspective on that is I, I think that there is still value for people, some people, some of our kids, some of our, our graduates to leave, mm -hmm. to, to gain perspective. I, what I, the, the change or the shift that I see is that it's not an inevitability that there's no way for them ever to come back. Exactly. Right? Like yep. I think that what we're seeing is that people go, well, I mean, I could, 
I can see myself being here, whether it's today or mm-hmm. five years from now, that's been a shift from when I graduated. Yeah. You know what I mean? I graduated from Coshocton, and I think you and I have talked about this privately, um, graduating class of 110 or whatever it was. And, Sorry. and of the people who went away to college, when I started looking around 10, 15 years after graduation, I was the only one that had come back. Right. Um, and I think now that has increased with a few other folks, but uh, now I just feel like there's people see the kids see opportunities here mm-hmm. and that that shift is in and of itself is a success story yeah absolutely you know i have been so inspired by our youth um mm-hmm. number one that are just working hard you know i mean there's no lie that there's a workforce crisis right now across and the country yeah. across the country that's yeah. not just Coshocton. that's not just ohio that right. is everywhere right um and to see our youth step up and into positions or into work that um, they're, they're busting out there. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just doing a fantastic job and they're being innovative and they're, they're starting their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really inspiring. It's encouraging and it actually plays a huge part in why we're doing the Shockton Collaborative. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, so I want to give you a little bit of a, a chance to talk a little bit about some success stories because, mm-hmm. you know, the last... One of the things that I would say is, you know, over the last... 12 to 24 to to uh, 18 months, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there have been plenty of uh, challenges. It's been very well documented. But one of the things that's been interesting is our community's weathered incredibly well through that. Yeah. Um, so can you talk a little bit about pro- projects over the last 12 to 18 months that you're allowed to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are some wins? You know, I'm glad that you kind of started with that because one of the things that we do with the Coshocton Port Authority is we are a confidential um, business partner, really, uh, for some of our companies that are looking to either move into into Coshocton for the first time or maybe expand. So there are so much more that we're working with that we're not able to talk about right now. And we're thankful that most of the community does respect that. So can I interrupt you for a second? I'm sorry. So talk to me about why. I've, I've heard, like, because I think some people hear that and they think, yeah, 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 it's just you're just trying to protect yourself or something like that. But I've heard specific examples of why that makes sense. Can you talk a little bit real quickly about sure. why it makes sense for there to be confidentiality? Yeah, you know, there's no lie that business is um, competitive in nature, right? Yeah. And so um, it's really important for these businesses that are working with us, whether it's with funding support, maybe it's with uh, site development support, mm-hmm. um, or just any of the other resources that we're able to connect them with, that there is a confidentiality uh, piece to that because they're competitors. They don't want their competitors to know what's happening next, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, business is competitive in nature, and so it's really important for us to be able to honor that. And part of what we do is sign non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. Um, we really are blessed to have a great team that surrounds us that offers the technical support that we need. Maybe it's on utilities, um, you know, maybe it's on other EPA type of programs that is able to also sign off as an agent with those NDAs. And yeah. so we we do think that's very important. It's something that we're not willing to compromise here. Yeah. Well, and again, I think it, it has to do with it builds a foundation of whether a, a business leader could trust mm-hmm. local officials. If they tell you it's going to be confidential, is it going to yeah. be confidential? And they, they know pretty quickly yes. if it's not, right? And really, it's one of the main reasons that the Port Authority was established, right? right? And so you have these incredible local government entities with the county commissioners in the city of Coshocton, um, but they are required 
to respond to sunshine law. Um, they have to do public meeting notices. And, you know, that is an uncomfortable position for a business leader to be in, to have to go into a local government um, for business transactions. And this way we act as a conduit. So mm-hmm. uh, we're able to do that and keep that confidentiality piece there. Cool. Okay. I interrupted you. Yes. Now ba- <laughs> no back to some of the wins. Yeah. So um, it, it's really incredible when you start to write these down, right? (laughs) Right. Um, I love to get in my car and just drive around a little bit and look because it seems like every block there's a new capital investment being made. Um, You know, one of probably the largest and the most notable is going to be Genesis Coshocton Medical Center. Mm -hmm. Um, The announcement of that hospital surgical center coming right here off of US 36, that's a $45 million investment right here in Coshocton. Yeah. Um, job creation, there's over 200 employees. Um, they're going to be able to call that home. Um, MFM, I mean, that building is just yeah. absolutely incredible. $8 million expansion. Um, that is going to be a warehouse and a new line for MFM here in Coshocton. That's a huge win. Um, as you go up Cambridge Road, you know, the new building off of Cambridge that's now home to Papa John's. Yeah. There's two available spaces right there for rent. Uh, so we're going to see that area really start to change as well. Um, Goodwill. They actually yeah, just announced right. a new building project. So out of those four, those are all brand new construction projects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really important because the places where maybe these were before, um, those are going to be able to be leased out to right. somebody else. So there's going to be another new business opportunity coming. Well, and I can speak to, and again, without turning this back to us, but you know, we've seen you know with our renovation of the Renaissance mm-hmm. here on Main Street, that's mainly an Airbnb, and it is full, and it's full with you know with healthcare workers with some mm-hmm. things like that but certainly folks who are working on some of these projects so uh, selfishly every time i see one of these new construction projects i get excited because Absolutely. people you know that brings in dollars and construction dollars and that sort of thing so it yeah. is exciting you know those are certainly wins you know you talk about uh, former use properties so mm. um, you've got the former steel ceiling site mm. that's going to be home to the new justice center yeah. and that's something that our community responded so well to. They understood the need. uh, They voted yes. And uh, here we go, right? The site that has been vacant for too long. um, And that's going to be home to a new place where um, there's going to be rehabilitation there, right? right? There's going to be employees that are going to come from that building. And And, and more construction. More construction, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, Conesville Industrial, you know, we did have a really bittersweet moment at the end of this year where uh, the AUP smokestacks did come down. Um, but that makes way for a very important next chapter yeah. there, um, where there's going to be more business development and creation. Um, the former West Rock property, you mm-hmm. know, there's a demolition effort there right now for the next business opportunity. Um, and so there's so much that's going on. And we've had more ribbon cuttings this year. Yeah, it, It's incredible. It seems like every couple of weeks we're celebrating the opening of yet another new business in Coshocton. I totally buy that. And I think one of the things that you kind of alluded to, and I just want to, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'll say it for myself, and then you can either agree or disagree. But um, I think sometimes we see um, construction coming down um, as a total negative. And while, again, I didn't work at AEP, um, so I, I totally understand the bittersweet of folks who made their livelihood there. Um, if something comes down and then there's a plan to recreate it, yeah. then it isn't always 
you know, yeah, two, two steps back. It can right. be uh, one of the things that I've found myself saying a lot lately is that you can't create, you know, you can't create the future if you're holding too tightly onto the past. Exactly. And I think when it comes to, you know, there's a, there's a building coming down on 6th Street right now mm-hmm. uh, besides CBHC, uh, Shock and Behavioral Health Choices. Right. I couldn't be more excited about <laughs> right. that building coming down. It's the old Chinese restaurant. Absolutely. Why? Because it's been empty for 20 years. It's a yes. it's a detriment. And I think that those kind of projects, when you when they come down and they come down with a plan, it, it's how we seed future growth, at least from my perspective. Absolutely. Right now, that building was not serving any purpose. No purpose. At all. It was taking up space. And there's a need for it to come down. There's a plan attached to that. Yeah. Um, it's a really important part because there is a lifespan for everything. Yes. Buildings included. And so uh, we can't just magically create more space here. Yeah. Uh, we're incredibly blessed with our beautiful rivers and our gorgeous hillsides. But when it comes to development space, if you don't make way for new buildings, then we don't have new ways for workforce in the future. Yeah. Um, and so it's really important to see that activity happen, really. Um, I also think that um, it's important that we look at planning, not just in five-year increments, but we're looking out 20, 30, and 50 years from now hmm. and what this looks like. So. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, two more questions. You are you're doing great. I appreciate you taking the time here. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, okay, so I got a chance to chat with Gary Fisher recently on this very podcast, and he was we, we spent a lot of time talking about the, the broadband initiative. So um, I think one of the things I've noticed is that many of these projects really have synergy and they overlap, and this feels like one of those. Like yeah. he's working on that. Um, but it feels like that's got to affect you, right, and your organization? Absolutely. So, you know, for years we knew that it was kind of a struggle uh, to be able to reach all of the places, right, in Coshocton for reliable broadband. Um, And it's something that's been at the forefront of the commissioner's minds for a long time. They were very, very innovative years ago with a program that they did. And that led way to this humongous investment. I'm so proud of our Coshocton County Commissioners because they had a plan for their stimulus money. Right. And you know, this is this is money that we don't always have the opportunity to tap into. Right. Um, what they are doing by connecting Coshocton to reliable, which in my mind should be considered a basic utility right. at this point. Yes. Um, you can't do business. You cannot have students at this point without it. And um, they're making this investment. It is going to completely change the ability to work from home for Coshocton. We've already seen an influx of people move back to Coshocton during COVID because of the opportunities to work from home. That's going to continue to grow. Yeah. Well, I got to think it's so I think you and I think maybe work from home, entrepreneurs, but I got to think it helps from a recruitment perspective too, because just quality of life, right? For sure. But it also shows um, how engaged and innovative our, our county is, our yeah. city is, when it comes to challenges, right? right. We're not going to sit back and wait for someone else to do this for us. We're going we're gonna to move. We're going to do this. And so it's absolutely a huge um, attraction factor for Coshocton. Cool, cool. I just have one final question for you, but okay. if there's anything else you want to add... Um, you're gonna, you're welcome to jump in. So, um, one thing I want to start asking, I, I, we ran out of time with Gary, so I didn't get a chance to ask him, but what's another organization doing good work in the area? Any, any shout outs or any, any place that you want to talk about? There are so many, um, I could give so many, many shout outs. However, the one that really, um, 
I'm paying attention to right now is the Coshocton County Career Center. Mm. Uh, Superintendent Matt Colvin, um, you know, he came into this leadership role. He's really excited about it. He's got some great innovative ideas for the students. Um, I I really do want to shout out to them. I think that the way that they are marketing the career opportunities at that school, their enrollment is higher than it's ever been before. So kudos to them because that is our future workforce as well. Yeah, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. I was, I I, I talked about this in a video I did recently where, and I'm not going to get this percentage right, but I want to say it was like 48% of juniors in Coshocton County uh, had some, and and this may not be right folks, but just, but it was a really high percentage. It was higher than I would have ever imagined imagined that we're enrolled at the Coshocton County Career Center. And I think that makes a ton of sense based on the needs that our work, uh, our, you know, our workforce has right now, right? It speaks to collaboration once again. So you've got our school districts working together with the Career Center um, programming. They're making sure that it's applicable for our businesses. So there's a collaboration piece there. Um, really, it, it's completely changed the narrative on how people think about that career-based education. And um, yeah, their enrollment numbers are higher than it's ever been. It is a high percentage, and I won't say it yeah, specifically okay. right, but we'll let, we'll let maybe Matt do that. Yeah, he can um, jump in on the exactly, comments, right? Exactly, yes. No, that's cool. Well, Tiffany, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got a lot on your plate, um, and uh, but I, I, I really do enjoy um, hearing about the things that I'm allowed to hear about, um, and I, I think it is always important to sort of not only bang the drum of the good things that are going on, but also talk about why we can't just share every single detail as well. So appreciate you taking the time, and we'll do it again, okay? Thank you. Well, hopefully, we'll have much more great news to share in 2022. So That's awesome. Uh, cool. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Kashocton Conversations. If you have enjoyed this episode, uh, this will be posted on choosekashocton.com on a weekly basis or as often as we create these podcasts. But if you do enjoy that and you want to just listen to them on the go, they are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And I know this is going to surprise you, but if you just search Kashocton, you can search Kashocton Conversations, but if you just search Kashocton, it will pop up and we would love to have you subscribe and come along for the ride. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk next time. Thank you so much for listening to the latest Coshocton Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and be sure to visit choosecoshocton.com.